Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness, clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Welcome to this episode of Alaska Tracy podcast. Thank you for joining. I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest today, Pete Moore. That's M-O-H-R. And Pete is with Simplifying Entrepreneurship. You can find him simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. Pete helps entrepreneurs to transform their frustrations into freedoms by using a variety of frameworks that help them cut through the chaos and overwhelm of running a business. Pete has refined his tips, tools, and techniques within his own businesses, that is businesses, I said, and love sharing them so others can live the life they deserve as business leaders. It is a pleasure to introduce you and have Pete share some tips and tools on growing a business. Welcome, Pete. Well, hello, Pete. Welcome to Alaska Tracy podcast here in Alaska. Have you ever been to Alaska? I have not been to Alaska. I've been south of Alaska. I've I've traveled across sort of the continent from east to west, but I haven't been north yet. So that's certainly on the to-do list. Well, welcome from Canada. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're, You're our neighbor. We're sandwiched in between the two Americas, right? Like between the two U.S.'s. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm so excited to share your story, Pete, and to uh, provide the listeners an opportunity, some tools to help them grow in, in their business success. And I know that you are the owner of several businesses, and we were talking about your coaching business Mm-hmm. Can you, can we just go back and look at how you got to where you are today in a few minutes? <laughs> okay. I was going to say like yeah. this is 30 minutes or so, not 27 <laughs> years, right? I and love so, the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. And thanks for that question. You know, when, when I look I've been a lifelong entrepreneur, Tracy. And it's all I've really ever done. I've only ever worked for somebody on a full-time basis outside of, you know, those summer jobs where you're working construction labor and stuff like that. But I've really only worked for somebody on a full-time basis after university or college, as you call it in the States, um, for about six months. And it was during that time where I determined, and I was working for my dad's best friend, who's also my namesake, his name's Peter. And uh, from that, from that perspective, love Peter loved his business. He's got a great business. It was, it was awesome. Uh, But I realized during that time that working for somebody else really wasn't for me, just wasn't my gig. Mm -hmm. So at 23 years old, I, I, you know, I started off, bought a franchise and got into uh, working with 
bathroom and kitchen renovations. And we did bathtub refinishing, bathtub liners and wall systems, kitchen refacing, all that kind of stuff. Did a lot of, you know, home improvement type things. And I ran that from 94 to 2009 when I sold it. But during that time, we also also ended up buying about five years in or 98, 99 type thing, bought another business, which was a cleaning franchise. And that cleaning franchise was suffering. So we took a business that was really doing poorly and we bought it at a discount. Now and you say we, who's we? My wife and I. Okay. All right. She's my partner. No. So, uh, so we, we, you know, partner in life, partner in business, right? Good. So uh, from, from that perspective, we, we bought that business and we took it from at that time, 30 clients, to 300 clients. And we sold it, you know, after 10 times in it at that same time around 2009. And through that, I, you know, I was going through, I went back to school in 2007, took my executive MBA. And I, my goal going into the executive MBA was to be, have those two businesses sold at the end of my MBA. So I could go and work for big business for four or five years, and then take that information and that knowledge and learning and bring it back into my own business again. And then do something else, right? Well, 2009 was the recession. Well, the recession before this recession that we just had with COVID, but you know, uh, from that perspective, they weren't really hiring a lot of those kind of people. And it was hard to find work and all of that sort of stuff in that sort of end. So I ended up going in, I took my realtor's license, got a business brokering uh, license and helped people buy and sell businesses, which is where I found one of the businesses that I still own today, which is called Shootopia. And we sell shoes, go figure with the name Shootopia. And from that perspective, we have a couple of shoe stores that we've grown and all that sort of stuff along the way too. And we've had those since 2010. And then I have had a couple of other businesses along the way that I've always had a couple of businesses on the go, including what I'm doing now and have been doing for the last three or so years, which is simplifying entrepreneurship and helping other business owners grow their business, cut through the chaos, you know, you transform their frustrations into freedoms and create the lives that they want through the businesses that they own. And I think that's been something that's given me a lot of energy as opposed to a lot of people in their businesses where it's sucking the energy out of them and it's making them feel tired and overwhelmed and all this stuff. And, you know, that gives me extreme energy and gives me a lot of power, even talking about it. It's like, Hey, let's talk about this because this is interesting to me. And I, I get excited about it. So it's good to be excited about doing what you do. You certainly have a lot of energy, Pete. And for those listening, it might appear that you had one success after another. What Mm. obstacles or challenges in life have you had to overcome to get where you're at? Because it's easy to look at the overall picture and form an opinion, right? And the reality, what is your reality? So the reality is, is we've had some failures, you know, um, I'm pretty candid about stuff. And we uh, we have two shoe stores now. Well, we did have three. <laughs> and they're brick and mortar? They're brick and mortar. And we have a web store too. It's shootopia.ca. And for those of you in the States, unfortunately, we can't ship to the States, but anybody who's listening in Canada, we're always happy to serve you. So with regards to some of the failures, uh, <laughs> you know, 
the one store that we had to close the, and, and, you know, I look at some of these failures and mistakes along the way as learnings, Tracy. And I think that's the thing that you have to look at. And that's the thing that I coach to too. It's really, you know, we take those learnings along the way so that we don't do them again, so that we take the learnings out of those and make our businesses even better. I learned a ton of stuff from that failure and it was a failure and it was a big failure, a failure that actually cost me my cottage. So do, you know, are, are there risks and rewards in business? Everybody thinks, oh, you're a business owner, you know, drive the Ferrari, you know, spend your, spend your winters in Hawaii and, you know, live the life and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, for some people that happens, but for most entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. And what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs is we're trying to make an even better life. And sometimes that comes with risk and sometimes that comes with reward. And you have to be okay with that as an entrepreneur. That's part of the gig. And you know what? We've had some awesome wins over the years. We live a good life and all of that kind of stuff. But has it cost us along the way? Sure. It's cost us along the way too. And those are the lessons and learnings, Tracy. Right, right. And when... I don't know about you, but when we're in it, it's, <laughs> it feels like it's never going to end. Um, yeah. And then to be able to take it and to use it to help others is, yeah. is a gift. Sure. Um, so when you've had those times mm. when maybe, and maybe you never have had these times, but I have a feeling you probably have when you just don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. What systems do you have in place, perhaps that you teach other people that help to to move through those times? Yeah. So, you know, when we start out, most most of the people that I work with and we talked about this before we hopped on air, but, you know, entrepreneurs, their lives and their business are often coupled. They're coupled together. And with that, you know, part of the big thing is having full clarity of what you want out of your life. Right. When you don't have full clarity of what you want out of your life, and I, I put them in buckets, essentially, and I've created, I know you've created uh, but your journal and stuff like that. And, and me too, I've created what I call the one page planner. And on that one page plan, on that one page planner, we lay out some of the things that you want out of your life, out of your year, out of your quarter, out of your week, out of your day, so that you're working through creating the life that you deserve and that you want. And you use your business to do that as part of one of the tools. But when I look at that full clarity, because here's a line that I use a lot. I use it on my podcast on simplifying entrepreneurship, and I use it in most most of my talks. It's around the idea that Clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. So clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. When you have clarity around what it is that you want to do, whether that's creating your mission and your value and all of what I call your guiding principles, which is a big part of what I do with people for their entrepreneurs, for their businesses, and sometimes for their lives too, because they're still a little lost on what they want out of their lives. But let's drive home what that is so that we can create the business and set up the systems and different things along that. So what do you want out of your health? What do you want out of your wealth? What do you want out of your relationships? What do you want out of your person, 
you know, your mission and purpose? What do you want out of all of those different things that are going to help you through what you want to do? And how can we create the business through the four P's that we'll talk about a little bit through your product, your process, and your people and your profit to deliver that to you so that you're actually living the dream that you want to live as an entrepreneur. When you thought about it, you know, in my case, 27 years ago, I'm looking back saying, I think I want to be an entrepreneur. Well, what does that mean? And those are the things we start off with. Mm -hmm. And then we start crafting the frameworks and the systems. And one of my coaches, I'm a big believer in coaching, obviously, because I'm a coach, but I've always had coaches. You know, one of my coaches, Joel Weldon, um, who's a speaking coach, actually, and he he laid out this for me. I'm not sure it's his concept, but it's he introduced it to me. And it's called it's an acronym for the word system and systems save you stress, time, energy and money. Love that. What do systems do? They save you stress, time, energy, and money. So for what what I do with my coaching on simplifying uh, simplifying entrepreneurship coaching is we're always bringing in systems and frameworks that do exactly that, that save you stress, which we know most entrepreneurs are stressed, they're overworked, they're overwhelmed, all this sort of stuff. Time, which is one of the things that every entrepreneur wants back, even if they're super successful making loads of cash, they never have enough time to do what they want to do. Energy, let's get you working into the areas of the business that give you energy as opposed to suck it out, which is what we started the conversation about. And money, right? How can we save you more money and make you more money? And those are the systems that I work with um, my coaching clients in order to drive that kind of stuff home so that we're always trying to improve. And is there a golden key that unlocks all of those? No, it's a process. It takes time. It doesn't happen in a month, you know, all those kind of things. It's like, there is no magic key that just unlocks it, but there are systems and frameworks in place that allow you to get there and to build on that stuff so that you're always working towards your end goal, so long as you know what that end goal is. So as a business coach myself, I find the clients that I'm typically coaching, I'm typically coaching what I'm struggling with. (laughs) Is that true for you? Isn't that funny? Yeah. (laughs) We always, we always, uh, because that's the stuff we're working on, right? That's the stuff we're like, oh my gosh, I need this. Oh my gosh, I need this. And and then you find out how to do it. And it's like, oh, I got to share this. I, ha- I have to spread the word to everybody and I've got it, you know? So absolutely, I couldn't agree more. That's that's a big part of it. And, you know, for those of you, if any of you are watching on video, I mean, I've got a plethora of books behind me and I'm always learning new stuff and, you know, working through new programs and new systems. And I want to see all of those different things because not only do I want it for myself, but I want it for my clients. I want it for the customers. I want them to experience it. I want them to get the benefit out of those things. So not everything that I coach to is my own. Uh, Before we hopped on, I said, you know, I'm a certified business made simple coach. Well, from that perspective, I've got this whole bucket of stuff from business made simple and from Donald Miller and story brand and all that stuff that I work to. There's all kinds of stuff that I've developed for me with simplifying entrepreneurship and different tools and different things. And it really depends on what the customer is looking for, what they're what they're trying to break through. What are those ceilings that are holding them back? The frustrations and the obstacles and all of those things. It's like, okay, well, I've got a tool that will help us think. And, you know, that's to me, there's a difference between coaching 
and consultancy. Right. right so here we go. Huge. There's a, here's my take. I don't know what yours is because we haven't talked about this, but here's my take. <clears throat> Consultants do it for you and coaches help you get there. Yes. So if, well, you know, if you, if you want somebody to post all of your marketing posts and your social media and everything, then hire a consultant because that's what they do. But if you want somebody to de- help you develop that stuff and get you the language around it and to work with you on all of those kind of things, then hire a coach that's going to help you through that. Because if we, we just got off the Olympics, the Olympics were only a couple of months ago, but how many coaches ran the race? How many coaches took the dive? How many coaches, you know, um, took, you know, through, through the javelin, none of them, but every one of those people who was on the podium had a coach, right? Right. Right. And they are there to support in all the different ways along their journey to help them through, to become the master of their domain in their given sort of field. And, you know, whether you're a decathlon or whether, whatever the case is, doesn't matter. You know, you find the coach that's going to help you get there. And sometimes those coaches are lifelong coaches. Sometimes those coaches are for a month to get you through a barrier. Sometimes those coaches are for three month period, six month period, one year period. You know, ultimately most coaches out there are, are really working to help you get through those barriers. And if that barrier is a month or three months or six months, most coaches that I know will say, good for you, go on your merry way, have a good life. You know, if you ever need me again, I'm here for you, all that kind of stuff. But it's not, you know, and some, and some basically do, they just want you to be there as their advisor ongoing. And I have some of those relationships and that's awesome too. But at the same time, it's not like, you know, I, I want people to win that gold. And when they've won the gold and I've helped them there, and if they're onto a different project, then find somebody that can really help you with that one and win the next one. Right. And, and I'm, I'm there to help them support them go through that journey. And that's the coaching side of things, as opposed to the consultant side of things. Cause a lot of people get sort of confused about that. And there's like gray areas and it's like, well, you know, at the end of it, the guy never even posted, like we never even got my stuff posted or we never did this, or I never had that. And it's like, that's because you're the person that had to do that. It wasn't me. We, right. I'm the coach, not the consultant. So, you know, and that I think is a big difference too, between coaching and consulting that a lot of people don't truly understand. Well, I think everybody and their brother calls themselves a coach, which waters the coaching industry. Down. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. and, and they don't have the background. They don't have the, the experience and, and the authority and, and some of those things that come in behind let's call it a little bit of wisdom and some, some of the lessons that we've been talking about and learnings along right. the way, you know, right. Like yeah. I'll see a 20 year old life coach and yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> good for you. I hope you're yeah. making it. That's great. Yeah. And- but maybe, but maybe for 20 year old people that need a life coach, that's the perfect. Exactly. Coach. Right. Right. For a 55 year old woman who's been in business for 20 some years. Yeah. Probably not. I'm right. going to squish you, <laughs> you but, know, but you know, they, they may have their market too. Right. And for me, I, that's what I was saying about the whole coaching thing. Like 
not every coach is for every person. Exactly. And that's the kind of stuff you have to align with the coach that's going to help you through whatever given you were saying about what are we learning and all that kind of stuff. It's like, what are you going through now and find the right person that's going to help you through that. You can yeah. hear the language from. Um, I am just looking quickly at your um, your your wheel of momentum. What is oh, yeah. that all about? Your wheel of momentum. Yeah. So the, the wheel of momentum, uh, we've, we've hit on it a little bit. It's a, it's, um, basically a model around the idea and, it, you know, I like to use, you know, we talked about the four P's and this is the six C's. So P's, C's and M's seem to be the coaching letters. I don't know. You know, it's yes, just, it yes, seems, yes. seems to be, yes. but for me, when we look at the wheel of momentum and we talked about this already, uh, but it all starts with clarity. You can't have any momentum in anything if you don't have full clarity as to what you're trying to do. So everything starts with clarity. And I use a lot of different clarity tools with my, clar my clients in order to help them get that clarity that they, that they need, because after clarity comes confidence. And we talked about that clarity creates confidence and confidence create mo creates momentum. But there's a little, there's a few more C's in between there. And the next one after confidence is competence. Nice. So once you've got confidence, then you're starting to build the competence. And whether you're a one-man show or whether you have a hundred uh, people with you, you're building that level of competence so that it's, it's building that momentum. You're, you're starting as the leader, you're starting to feel the competence in the, in the organization. Then you can feel it. It's a feeling. And then what you want to do is you want to look for cooperation. The cooperation that you need, sometimes that's an outsource partner. Sometimes that's um, a supplier. Sometimes that's a client, but basically you're looking for cooperative opportunities to propel the momentum. Nice. The next thing is capacity. Because when you're propelling the momentum, you need the capacity in order to provide your promise to your perfect customer. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're building this capacity all along, knowing that you have the clarity of what you're going to do, knowing you have the confidence, the competence in your team and the competence in your process and your procedure and those P's we talked about. Getting the cooperation of all the people that are involved, that other P, having the capacity. And now you're feeling really good about as a leader. It's like, hmm, things are starting to roll. Then what can you do? Well, if you have all those things set up in a turnkey environment so that you have the management in place, you're not running everything your day, you've got the accountability set up, you've got all those things, those frameworks, those systems we just talked about, then as the leader, you have your opportunity for creativity, which is the last C, right? So clarity creates confidence, confidence creates competence, competence creates cooperation, cooperation to capacity, capacity, when you feel you have the capacity to deliver all those other things, now you can be creative again. And that's the idea of turning your frustrations into freedoms in a different language. But basically, when you feel you have the capacity, now you can go out and do the next big thing. Sometimes that next big thing is adding something onto your business. Sometimes it's adding a side hustle. Sometimes it's taking that month vacation. Sometimes it's doing whatever you want to do as the employer and entrepreneur and 
business owner and leader, but basically you're allowed, it allows you, it gives you the right to have the creativity again that you're missing during those management phases of the business, right? And that's when you're working on your business, not in your business. And boy, you know, when you start doing that, you start thinking, it's like, oh, why don't I start this? Why don't I do this? Why don't I do this? You know, and then the loop starts again. Then you get clarity on what that idea is. You get confidence on it. You get confidence on it, cooperation, capacity, and creativity. And it starts again. And it's this wheel of momentum that just keeps chugging along as you work through all of these different things. And they kind of happen in order, Tracy. So, you know, with they that do. case, I, yeah. you know, if you don't have competence, you got to go back to get your confidence, right? If you don't have creativity, you got to go back to feel as though you're capable. Everything's being taken care of so that I can have my, my creativity time. Right. Because if you don't, you're back into management and management and leadership are two different words. Right. I don't know about all of you listening, but can you feel Pete's energy? (laughs) Oh my gosh. You've got so much good energy and we could chat for hours. We did talk about keeping the podcast to a certain time, which Mm -hmm. I know we've gone over. So for more goodness, people can find you uh, simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. For those that have trouble spelling, Uh, you can go to more.com, M-O-H-R.com and connect with Pete there, find his podcast, connect with him on social media as well. Last question, Pete, I always ask my guests, how do you define success for yourself? So for myself, I define success in living the life that I want to live. And having, you know, and, and that's different for every single person, but that's why we got in business. We got in business so that we could deliver the life that we want to live. And am I absolutely there yet? No, it's a journey. And from that perspective, I love the journey. I love the conversation. I love how, you know, how we've got here. I wouldn't trade a thing. And, you know, all of those different things along the way, if you think and you're, if you're a business owner or a business leader that treats your business like your own, even if you're working for somebody else, it's the same thing. And from that perspective, it's like, how can you maneuver, manipulate and work that business so that it's delivering to you what you truly want out of your life? And if you can do that, why would you ever retire? That's, I have so many friends that are talking retirement. I'm like, and they just kind of look at me and both my husband, my husband is business or separate businesses. It did not work to partner in business for us. Um, We're yin yin and yang CPA and marketer. Um, (laughs) So it's, yeah, we never, we never, I'm not, I don't like that word. Never. We don't talk retirement. Yeah. We talk opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, Tracy, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I want to go crazy and work crazy hours and do all these other things. But if you've got your business running, so you're allowed the freedoms through those four P's, the right product, the right processes, the right people around you so you can generate the right profit. And then that allows you the opportunity to have the freedom that you want to do and setting and 
I can't tell you how many people that I work with that don't have those frameworks in place. They're, they've got bits and pieces kind of around there, but they're still frustrated. They're still overwhelmed. They still don't experience the freedom. But if you can get the freedom that you want out of your business, why would you ever leave that? Why would you ever retire from that? Why would you ever give your, as, as one of my coaches says, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach uh, that I was a member of for a few years and I really enjoy his take on this. Why would you give your parts back to the big guy because that's what happens ten, when people actually retire. They don't have anything to continue to do. You know, some people do. You know, don't. I'm not. Uh, you know, discarding the fact that some people are busy and, and love their retirement and all that stuff. But from that perspective, if you truly love what you're doing now, why would you give it up just to say that you know at 55 or at 65 or at 75 or whatever? Well, it's my time. Well, why is it your time? Right. It's an interesting thing for me, that whole retirement conversation, because I have no intentions on retiring so long as I truly have a business that I love doing. And like we had this conversation today, I love having these conversations. And obviously it gives me energy to have these talks with people. Why would I not want to fill my tank instead of drain my tank every day? Right. Look at the doctor. That's the... That's the key, I think, is, is really do what you love. And when you love what you do, why would you ever retire? Set your business up so that you can continuously work in your area of genius, in the area of, that you most enjoy doing, farm the rest of the stuff out to people that are better than you at doing it and actually love doing it. And after that, you're going to say, hmm, this is a good little business. Yes. Why would I retire from this? This is a good life. Yes. Yeah. Pete, thank you so very much for your time today and words of wisdom. Uh, and please connect with Pete. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Remember, click the subscribe button, share with your friends, leave a comment. Until the next episode, have a great day.